welcome back to the Cosida Connection podcast. This is Katie Mucci, and I'm joined by Katie Hewitt. First, for this month, we wanted to talk about job hunting. It's that time of year. It's June. Everyone is getting ready to do the search. There's convention coming up, and a lot of people will be at the job seekers meetings. So we talked to two really great guests. Earlier this week, I spoke with Lori Garnett, who just got a job at University of South Florida, and we got a little bit of insight onto her journey on how she got there. Katie, I'm really excited to hear about this conversation with Lori. Obviously, um, we had two separate conversations, and so I talked to somebody completely different and in a completely different um, space in their life. And so can you just tell me a little bit about the topics that you and Lori discussed? Definitely. So Lori has just finished her master's program when she's at Nebraska. She went from an undergrad working in sports info, got a full-time job for a year, and then went back to get her master's. So we talked a lot about the thought process behind going straight to a full-time job, going to get your master's, kind of advice that she can give to people after doing that and experiencing that, and uh, just a little bit more about her transition and what took her out to USF. And with that, I've got Lori ready to go on the podcast. Welcome back to the Cosida Connection podcast. I'm Katie Mucci, one half of our hosting duo, and I'm going to be chatting with Lori Garnett today, all the way from Tampa, Florida. Lori, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem, Katie. Thanks for having me. So kind of the way we start all of our podcasts, just having you introduce yourself, talk about where you're at, kind of your job history. So I'll let you take that. Thank you. Um, Yeah, my name is Lori Garnett, and I am at the University of South Florida in Tampa, sunny Tampa. And um, I have only been here for two weeks. This is my um, first position out of graduate school, but not my first time around the block. Um, So I was a student athlete at Utah Valley in Orem, Utah. Um, I was there for two years. And then I transferred to BYU, which is in Provo, Utah. And I did not run track there, but that was when I first got involved in um, this profession. And I interned, I wrote for the student newspaper, and I interned for the athletic communications office at BYU. Shout out to Duff, Kyle, and Brett. Um, So they really gave me my start. They helped me learn a lot. And I look back on that now fondly. Um, Right after I graduated, a job opened back at Utah Valley in athletic communications. And I had actually already taken another job just working in PR in Salt Lake City. And I was not really happy with it. And one of my old teammates texted me a link to that job at Utah Valley and was like, you would be perfect for this job. Um, so I applied and I actually did not get it. Um, but then they opened another position, like their fourth position. Um, and I got that job. So, and it was perfect for me. Um, so when I was at Utah Valley, I was the women's basketball and track and field and cross country contact. When I was at BYU, I was the track and field and cross country contact. Um, and Utah Valley is a D1 non-football school in the Western Athletic Conference, and that is where I just really learned everything about um, being an SID and, like, the nitty-gritty of it, um, as opposed to, like, as an intern where you are, like, just doing the basics. Um, So I learned the most from one of my mentors, Clint Berkey, who runs the department at Utah Valley. They honestly are such an amazing staff. I'm now, this is my fourth school and I'm still impressed with everything that they do without very many resources and just the professional level. So I have to credit them with giving me a great foundation and start because 
everything I learned there showed me that I really could have a future in this. Um, so that was when I decided to go to graduate school and I wound up at the University of Nebraska in their MAIAA program, which is a master's in intercollegiate athletic administration. Um, I was there for two years and I was the contact for women's gymnastics, women's golf, and the secondary contact for women's basketball. And then I have to credit the people there with just like running an ideal uh, shop. Like everything they do is ideal. Um, and that is like the goal, um, Nebraska, because they, they run such a great place. Um, at the same time, I knew it was not my landing spot because I felt like I really wanted a great blend between where I was like D1 non-football and like cream of the crop power five. Um, and if I could have handpicked my job, it wouldn't have been as good as the one that I ended up with. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be at USF. I'm thrilled to be working with women's basketball and men's soccer and everything worked out for me. Sorry, that was long, but <laughs> everywhere is important. <laughs> no, you're fine. So like you said, you did get, take a, a full-time job right out of college. Um, and then you decided to go get your master's. What was the decision making? I mean, when you were leaving college, were you even considering a master's at that point? Or were you just thinking, I need a job? Absolutely not. I was never <laughs> going to go get a master's <laughs> ever again. Um, I hated school. I Hate is not the right word, but school is hard. And yeah. shout out to all undergrad and graduate students that work and um, are building their careers. And um, I promise that someday it will end and I'm at stuff <laughs> and I'm in my my own office and I'm going to get my first paycheck and I, it feels so good to know that all of that pays off. So no, I did not know that I would go to graduate school, um, but I am a very ambitious person. I'm very self-motivated and looking around at the people I wanted to become. When I was at Utah Valley, I felt so lucky to work in college athletics. I still do but that was my break. And I realized that I could do this forever. Whereas before it just seemed like unattainable, um, seemed like something I wouldn't be able to do. And when I was at Utah Valley, I was like, oh my gosh, I really can do this forever. Now I'm going to fight for it. Mm -hmm. And all of the people that I wanted to be like had graduate degrees. And not only that, the college athletic system is really great because a lot of schools set it up to where they'll pay for your graduate degree if you work for them. And so that was like my deal with my husband was if I could get it paid for, um, he would go anywhere with me. So um, I had a few different offers, but Nebraska was ended up being the spot. I think they run such a great program there and I highly recommend it to anyone looking into graduate school. Not too bad of a deal to have with your husband if he'll follow you wherever. Uh, yes, we did it again, actually. So, <laughs> but when another reason that we knew it was perfect to come to Tampa was when I was applying for the job here, he started applying for jobs here, and he um, and I got offered jobs in Tampa on the same day. Oh, wow. That is crazy. Meant to be. Yep. Yep. All right. So how was your master's? How did you, you said, you know, you've said how great Nebraska sports info has been, but how, well, I guess what I'm asking more so is for someone who's debating full-time job or going to get your master's, what kind of advice do you have for them? What kind of, what, what should they think about maybe? 
Yeah. Um, for every person, it's personal. Like some people, location is going to be more important. Some person, for some people, price is going to be more important. Um, for me, the most important thing was was price. Like I said, like I was going to get school paid for it, but not at any cost. Like I wanted to continue my career and I wanted to do something that would improve my resume. So going to a power five school gave me so much credibility, the connections that I made there and really um, built up my network. So that was the right fit for me. I think that you have to identify your situation. Like if you want to be, um, you know, I went to school, graduate school with people who wanted to be high school athletic directors. They want to be compliance officers or they wanted to be a men's basketball contact or they wanted to run their own office or they wanted to be an athletic director. I think that the level is really important. If you want to work for um, an NAIA school, then um, like go somewhere that's going to help you get that job at that NAIA school, like a place like Nebraska, obviously it would help you, but maybe you wouldn't be learning the same skills that are required. So I think you just have to assess your situation and figure out what is most important to you. And there is definitely a fit out there. All right. And then now that you're graduated, you found a job. Talk about what the job search process was like when you were looking for things. Did you kind of apply all over? Did you just kind of handpick a few that you thought would be good? What was what was the whole process like? Um, a process for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, it takes time. It takes so much more time than people think it does. Um, I I'm married. I talked about my husband earlier. So that was really important to me was that I have other people that I had to think about in my life. So he and I established that where we were going to be living was important to us. Um, more so maybe than like what you're going to get paid or what sports you're going to be working with or who you're going to work for. So um, we decided that we wanted to move to Texas or Florida. And um, then I just really worked my network from January to uh, the end of April. I was just talking to anyone and everyone, people that I met over the last four years and um, telling them that. Like, at first I thought I was being really picky by saying that I wanted to end up in Texas or Florida because in this industry, it's really important that you move because universities are where they are and they're never moving. Um, so at first I felt like I was being really picky, but then I realized how much more success I had when I actually told people what was important to me. So my three priorities when I was looking for a job were location, um, salary, and the sports I was working with. And I was willing to compromise and only get two of them. And I told that to people. And so then it helped me um, find the right jobs and connect with the right people. Uh, I ended up not having to compromise on any of my three priorities. And I feel like it's because I communicated with the right people. Um, so actually a friend texted me this job link and reached out to someone on my behalf. And then after that, I was talking to coaches that I knew to see if they knew coaches down here. And um, I knew in my gut from the time that this job posted that this was the job that I wanted but I applied for like 15 other positions and I had multiple offers throughout my four month job search, um, which I feel really blessed to have. I have a really great network and really great people to depend on. Um, but it really, really was a process. I mean, 
you wouldn't hear back from people for five or six weeks, or you never heard back, or you think something went well and they thought it went terrible, or I thought something went terrible and someone else thought it went really well. Um, so it's like, I always said it was like dating, like you'd be waiting to hear back from someone. Um, but I said over and over, you're chasing that good feeling, like the one where you know that that's the place that you're supposed to be. In my case, from the second this job posted, um, I knew that this was the job that I want. And there's a lot that can be out of your control, but everything that I was responsible for, I took seriously. So I prepared really well for my interviews. I really worked my network and I did the best I could to make sure that I won this job and that it didn't matter who else was applying for it. Awesome. Well, if someone who is just graduating is asking you one piece of advice about job hunt and maybe a way not to get discouraged. I know you obviously had a lot of job offers, so you were a hot commodity, but uh, I'm sure you understand the struggle. Like you said, what's some advice you'd give to somebody just to not get down on themselves, I guess, during this tedious job hunt? Um, I think it depends on how you're motivated. Like I'm very externally motivated. Relationships are really important to me. So it was really important to me to communicate with other people, to remember that every single person gets bogged down searching for a job, especially like if you're in school and you know that what you have is ending and there's like a firm deadline. Like I only got offered a job one week before graduation. Um, that's not exactly <laughs> how I wanted it to be, but I had to trust in timing that everything worked out. And I also... Um, I feel like I'm, it's maybe more of like a comfort than advice, but like, I swear I'm on the other side of it now, but everything will work out like better than you think it will. If you do what you're supposed to, if you, um, are great at your job and you have developed relationships with people and they will speak highly of you. I mean, if you're already living your life that way. And I firmly believe that most co-sided members are, it will work out wonderfully for you the way that it was supposed to. So I really depended on my my peers, my friends, people in the industry. Our jobs are so unique that I didn't even it was hard to even depend on like my family in this case because what we do is so unique and our job processes are so unique. Um like no other industry is like college athletics. And so people outside of college athletics, like didn't really understand. They're like, just go get a job. Like, but the type of jobs that I want, there's only going to be 50 of them open this summer. So like, I have to be one of those 50 people that gets a job this summer. Um, and so I just really depended on people that I trusted at work, people that were helping me that invested in me. And um, just remember that you're not alone. And if you stick to it, you're, if the right thing's going to work out. I mean, like, I know people that um, worked six months looking for jobs and it worked out better than they could have imagined. So that's what I would just say is it's going to work out. Awesome. Well, that is all I have for you. But once again, I want to give you a huge thanks for joining me on the podcast today. And if anybody has a question for you, how can they find you on social media? Yeah, Katie, thank you so much for having me on. I think that you guys are doing a great job of running this podcast and I hope that lots of co-sided members listen to it and appreciate the work that you guys do. 
Um, I'm going to plug Cosida one more time before I answer your question because Cosida has helped me so much in my career. They actually gave me um, a graduate scholarship um, two years ago that I used while I was at Nebraska and it made a huge difference in my life. So I feel super blessed that um, Cosida helped me with that and I would like to do anything I can to get back to them. So go to their convention, use all of their networking. Great job, Katie, for running this broadcast with Tyler. And if you have any more questions and want to connect with me on social media, I love to make the world smaller. So um, please find me on Twitter. It's Low Garnett, L-O-W-G-A-R-N-E-T-T. And I love to talk women's basketball, college hoops, college football, and I um, would just love to hear from you. And if there's anything that I can do for any of my fellow SIDs out there to make the world smaller, just uh, message me. Well, now that you've heard our chat with Lori, Katie and I want to talk a little bit about what she talked about and what our thoughts are on that. So I'll start off. Um, I did not get a master's after I finished um, undergrad. I did do an internship while I was in college working in sports info, but it was just for my senior year. So um, I might have a little bit of a different perspective with Katie as she does have her master's. So Katie, talk about that. When you got your master's, what was your thought process behind getting that? Why did you want to go get that? Or what um, what persuaded you to go back to college for a few more years? Yeah, so I actually, um, when I when I first graduated college, I was offered um, a position at my alma mater at St. Louis University, and part of their employee benefits package is um, tuition remission. Um, so I already had a bachelor's degree, obviously, and I decided to use that tuition remission um, to earn a master's degree, which it was an incredible benefit. It was probably one of the favorite, my favorite things about working. Um, at a private institution, because obviously now I work at a public institution. Um, And so while I was working full time, I was pursuing a master's of um, business administration. And there were a lot of different uh, tracks I could take. And I started out actually taking um, the sport management track because I was a communications undergrad. So I wanted something a little bit more sport specific. And um, about two classes in, I actually changed that track to do a marketing concentration because everything I felt like was happening in the digital world, um, and especially in the, the communication side of being an SID, I thought it was more appropriate. And I'm really glad that I did. So um, it was a unique opportunity, I think, to do like a full-time online degree while also working, but I'm extremely glad that I did. It was something I've always wanted to do to get multiple degrees in higher education next hopefully is my PhD but we'll see when that happens so I love school and I was really excited for the opportunity to do that but it it worked out and you know that's one thing that Lori specifically talked about was you know finding the right fit and the right time and whatnot and that was just the I was in the right place at the right time sounds good if you when you first graduated and you said you wanted to get upper degrees when you first graduated college were you thinking about getting that regardless? Um, Were you looking at like GA positions that were open or was it kind of something that it just happened to all work out perfectly and it was meant to be? I actually was looking at GA positions. Um, Before I was offered um, the full-time position on my alma mater, I had um, accepted a graduate internship position um, at Temple University with Larry Daughtry, one of my all-time favorites. And so in that role, I would have also been pursuing a master's degree. 
respect you. I don't know why you want to go back to school, but I respect you. And I can't wait to see you get your doctorate. <laughs> um, me on the flip side, I finished school a year early. I was not, I didn't, I, I liked school. I did well at school. I went from high school to college and finished college in three years because I just wanted to be done. I didn't want to do homework. Um, I actually did get offered a GA position right out of college, right out of college um, at Rose Holman Institute of Technology and considered taking it, but then thought about doing homework again and wanted to cry. Um, so I'm very different than you and Lori in that respect. I um, just really wanted to get out in the working world. I've I think I wanted to since I was in middle school. I just wanted to be done with school and be out there and like actually doing things and practice. Um, so I guess it's, you know, it's always interesting to hear how people come up in their career and what things are important. And of course, I mean, as the years go, go on, I feel like getting a master's is becoming more of a requirement versus um, a benefit, I guess, or like a cool thing to have. It's now a lot of these jobs you're seeing posted are um, master's degree required or preferred which is crazy because, you know, looking at that, it's like almost like I wouldn't have gotten a job nowadays. Um, but I do think that a lot of undergrad experience or, you know, getting started early, um, if you have some work experience and have made connections, which Lori talked about a lot, was your network. Um, I do think that can help you sometimes just as much as another degree can. Absolutely. And I totally agree with that. And you said something about like the experience and the, like in practice experience. And that obviously goes a long way. And I think in this profession, there's a lot of people who, um, who have that, I, I, you know, there's probably an equal amount of people on either side of it, whether they've gotten their experience mm-hmm. in the field or they've gotten that, that extra degree. And I love school. My mother's a teacher. Two of my best friends are teachers. <laughs> so like, I have just always been like almost obsessed with the world of academia. And that's part of the reason I love my job so much is working in higher education and working with student athletes pursuing their academic goals. So it's totally person specific, you know, time specific. Like if I were, if I were to go back now, I'm not sure I would have the funds to do that or the time to do that just at this point in my career. So it's totally, Mm -hmm. it's totally, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's, (laughs) It's totally up to you and what, where you see your life. And I think there's benefits to both for sure. Yeah. I think it's really cool that in this field, there are so many GA positions and so many of them pay for your degree. That's, I don't know. That's like many other fields out there. Kyler, didn't you do GA? I did. I was GA at Palm Beach Atlantic for two years and then got brought on full time there. So I, uh, I was in a once a week four-hour class that I absolutely hated. Um, I was I was basically <laughs> the only person who was within a couple of years from graduating undergrad, and everyone else was adult learners. So it was kind of a, a slower process because the people in my class graduated in like the 90s and early even early 2000s where you <laughs> didn't use computers like you do now. Uh, so a lot of times the classes were yeah. like relearning how to learn in the higher education field for them. So I watched mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, games on ESPN plus or ESPN three and that kind of stuff uh, <laughs> there for a while. But uh, when I got done and graduated, I, you know, I saw it as a means to an end to stay in this field and to, you know, really put my best foot forward. Yeah. I definitely think in those like administrative roles, it's, it's more like required than preferred um, nowadays. 
And to wrap up Lori's interview, one of the things she talked about a lot also was networking and the importance of your connections. So one great way to make connections and network a little bit more is going to Cosida Convention, which starts next week. I cannot believe it's already here. Um, even though it's a little later this year, it, it's still snuck up on me. Um, if you want to chat with me, as always, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Mushi, or you can come meet me next next week at convention. I'll be giving five panels. I'll be speaking five whole times. Um, so if you want to find me in one of those or any of the social events, I'll be around. Um, Katie will be in Europe because she's having a little more fun than, than we are, I think. I'm not sure I'll be having more fun than you, but if you want to get in contact with me, my um, Twitter handle is at KFGWinning. And Katie, I just want to say thanks for doing this interview with Lori. I thought it was full of a lot of great insights and I'm really excited for all of our um, listeners to hear what she has to say. And speaking of networking, later this week, we'll release part two of this episode, which is with my awesome, awesome boss, Kurt Swoboda at the University of Michigan. We sat down and we talked about hiring and networking and getting that first job out of college from a veteran in the profession. And it was a great conversation and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it. So thanks for everything. Um, thanks for listening. And if you're at Cosida, connect with Katie Mucci, connect with Tyler, connect with everybody. Um, it's I'm really sad to be missing it, but thanks for all that you guys do.